live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Kia ora everybody, welcome into Breakfast with the Kiwis for the 3rd of June. It's actually officially winter now. I know I've been saying to you it's been winter for the last wee while, but I've just been lying. It's because we've had heavy tracks to deal with and look, don't get me wrong, it's been a lot of fun. Lovely field at Whanganui. We've got decent racing there. We've got decent racing at Avondale. And we've also got a couple of fantastic guests to tell you all about it, including Bevan Sweeney and uh, Warren Kennedy, one of our import jockeys who has just been lighting it up. This is going to be a fantastic episode of Breakfast with the Kiwis. And it's a very good morning to you, Butcher. Thanks, Louis. Uh, a couple of wet tracks to contend with, both Avondale and Wanganui. Our first focus is going to be at Avondale, and we're joined by jockey Warren Kennedy. Warren, uh, welcome in, and uh, winter has certainly arrived. Yeah, it most definitely has, Butch. Thanks for having me on again. Um, yeah, dealing with all these heavy tracks now, that's just the way it is. We have to just cope with it and uh, do our best. I suppose uh, really interesting for you, this is your first winter in New Zealand, and getting a, a sort of a read on just how different these heavy tracks can be. You go from one that might be a, a loose heavy track to a holding heavy track, rain on the day uh, creates uh, other uh, issues as well and it's um, I suppose a learning curve from that perspective as to what each track throws at you in the winter. Yeah absolutely you know once you get to a heavy 10 uh, after that if it rains on the day and that things can change it can turn to like I said a heavy sticky track and that sort of thing so you just got to ride it and, and get on it and see what it's running like and, and, and make your decisions uh, once you've ridden on it. Out of interest, is I don't know South African racing much at all, but uh, from what you see of South Africa, do, do you get um, much of uh, deep winter tracks in South Africa or are they generally um, better, if you like, uh, all year round? Uh, yeah, difficult question. You know, A lot of the, the tracks in South Africa are actually do have a base so when we yep. get a, a hell of a lot of rain, they, they would abandon the meeting um, due to uh, them having a base and it'll become inconsistent. But yep. um, there is one heavy track in Kenilworth where it does it is a natural base, so it is quite a uh, does get quite heavy. But generally, South African speaking, we won't be racing on heavy tracks like we do. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Righto. Let's into it uh, at Avondale. Gee, I thought you had a good ride in the first. I went back and had a look at his last trial, and he coped with a very testing uh, track. At Waipa that day, Geldof is the horse I speak of, trained by Peter and Dawn Williams, who you uh, had an association with from the day you landed in New Zealand, and he looks like a pretty progressive sort of a two-year-old. Yeah, he is. He's really a nice horse. Um, he wasn't going to actually run run uh, this season, but he trialled up so well, both his trials really, a um, bit of a difficult customer, and he really behaved himself well and, and conducted himself like a professional at the trials. And um, this race came along, and... Peter decided to have a go at it. Um, he's a lovely horse. Uh, his last trial was, was really good. Um, draw, I'm not, I'm not really too concerned about it. He's got, he's got good gate speed and, and he'll handle the wet track pretty well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. Um, so he's definitely a leading chance. Mm, he handled it well at Waipa and it was pretty testing that day, certainly later. In the day, righto, race two, pour the wine, been racing really, really well up until last start, a sort of a forgive run on a track that it may not have appreciated. Uh, gets another chance here, and uh, look, if it brought its best form, uh, pour the wine, be pretty hard to handle. 
Yeah, she, she's got to bring her best form, like you said, disappointing last run, but that Serapa cap can, uh, track can cut up a bit and be a bit of a testing track for some of these horses. Um, yeah, whether she's come to the end of her season, uh, this run will really tell us, you know, if that run really was that bad, it was too bad to to really comprehend, but um, she could have come to the end of her season as well. So we're going to run her here and see if she really has, but if she does bring her best form, she is in with a chance as well. Mm. Race three, Drakmar for uh, the clock worthies. Uh, look, I thought the run resuming was uh, okay. You didn't ride on that occasion, but uh, you get uh, the mount tomorrow. It's not a very strong race, and I thought if the real uh, Drakmar, we saw enough last preparation to give it some sort of a hope, and as I say, is what is not an overly strong race. Yeah, you know, due to the fact that it's not an overly strong race, like you said, I- I'll give it a- an each-way shot, you know, for SP probably... Um, but yeah, it looks like a, it's done enough in previous starts to, to suggest it's got, it's got a bit of a squeak in this field. Mm, race four, Williams come out, unfortunately. Thought he was a good uh, chance. One that is a really good chance in race five for you is a horse by the name of Ledox. Performed well in Stakes Company uh, last preparation. I thought the run last time just uh, would top it off for this. Looked like it was going to circle into it and peaked on its run a little bit. Uh, look. Heavy track only once for nothing. Has one on the soft ground. Um, what do you reckon about Ledox? Yeah, it's all going to depend how he handles that heavy track. You know, for the one start with nothing, um, slight concern, but you can forgive them for they only having one start in it. So, form wise, definitely a horse with a with a major uh, shot in this race. Um, track conditions are obviously going to have to be there's a small concern, but um, definitely a chance. Race uh, eight uh, is your next, and in this one you ride Timberlake, who I thought would be a big improver on the run last week. Gets uh, the quick back up uh, here. Uh, another for uh, Peter and Dawn Williams. Uh, look, an interesting race. A few claiming near the top, but you get in with a lightweight. Yeah, you get in with a lightweight. Uh, his last run was better than we expected. You know, we thought he'd need that run pretty badly, and he stayed in there for quite a while. Um, obviously backing up quickly, but... Um, We've got his fitness levels up nicely, so he's a horse that um, if things go his way and he's, he handles the track, he should do. Um, if he's fit enough, he, he'll be there. All his form's on uh, heavy going, like all of his form on heavy going, so this is uh, his time alike for year for uh, Timberlake to, uh, to shine and uh, just get the sense that you think he might have improved quite quickly out of that first up run. Yeah, he has, yeah. Like I said, we thought he'd bottom out a lot earlier than what he did in that race. He actually lasted quite quite a long while. Um, leading, coming out of that race, his work's been pretty good and he's fitted up pretty nicely and tightened up. So he's definitely a horse that enjoys the wet tracks and um, hopefully he can run in the money there or, or maybe even get up and win it. Yeah, with a lightweight. Uh, righto, the last shades. This was a really... A good ride. Fortune favours the brave. You stuck to the inside, pinched uh, runs, saved ground, and then sort of angled off the fence last time to get the win. Step up in class, of course. Once they clear maidens, they uh, need to go up to the rating 65. But I thought uh, that she was strong enough to the line to be given some sort of a chance here. Yeah, look, um, I think I think she's, she's won her race, to be honest with you. Um, she, she really fell over the line there. She had every shortcut she could get. She had every opportunity and every advantage, and she just held on. You know, stepping up in in, in um, company now, I think she's going to find it a bit difficult. But stranger things have happened. If she's come out of that run and got a bit of confidence, maybe she can uh, run another good race. But not a horse I'd be expecting a lot from.
No, it's, it is, um, as you say, a step up in class, and you did give her absolutely every chance to uh, get the job yeah. done last time, as she did at Tauranga. Right, so that's the focus Saturday. Looking forward to the new season, though, uh, Warren. You've no doubt um, got these associations that you've managed to uh, strike up since you've been here. Uh, there'll be some young horses you're looking forward to, and that's this time of year, isn't it? Those good horses back in work, and they're probably not too far away from some of them, even having a trial. Yeah, a lot of horses starting to come back in. Um, it's been pretty desolate without those horses. Yeah, they've all gone on their spells, but... Um yeah, they're coming back in. It's going to be exciting. Form some really nice relationship with trainers and some horses, and um, yeah, just hoping to build on from there and and improve all the time. Warren Kennedy there uh, with his book of rides uh, tomorrow there at Avondale. Nice uh, even book of rides during the day, and uh, yeah, talking to him, you got the impression he thought the two-year-old was a pretty nice sort of a horse. Race one, number two, Geldof. There you go, uh, Andrew Butch Castles with Warren Kennedy, one of the sharpest jockeys that we've had for a long period of time throughout the season now. Uh, outstanding work there, a lot of good information about Avondale today. Right, after this, it'll be Bevan Sweeney, a man that knows more about Central Districts racing than I know about myself. Back with Breakfast with the Kiwis after this. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz. Your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis here at SENZ and SEN cross-beaming into Australia, of course. Uh, and we've got a big day of winter racing to come up later on, including from, well, the great man, uh, Bevan Sweeney, who'll be down on track. He won't actually be doing the racing himself, but he will be tipping winners galore. And Butch has pinned down Sweens, and he's got him on the line. G'day. Thanks, Louie. We head to the Central Districts, and Wanganui plays host to uh, a couple of nice stakes races on Saturday. Tabby Trackside CD4 analyst Bevan Sweeney joins us. And Bevan, the old hometown of Wanganui. Uh, the wonderful River City, Butch. It'll be uh, wonderful to see the racing out of there tomorrow. They've got some... Again, some pretty consistent fields uh, through the last three weeks, even on those heavy 10 track conditions. We've got some nice fields here on Saturday. Disappointing Carbonatus has come out of uh, the castle town because I thought he was a lay-down Mazir, but you can't t- turn down great money from Australia. So a little bit of eat factor out of one of the features on the programme, but, gee, we've got a head-to-head times ticking event uh, just after me in this year's uh, Ag Challenge States. Yeah, for sure. I thought uh, race two was a really good race, and gee, I couldn't see why Rocker Baby couldn't be winning. Got the outside draw, which will be the trick at Wanganui, you would think, and uh, one from one on the course. She'd be awfully hard to beat, wouldn't she? Oh, yeah. Well, I thought she was over at a fresh-up start, and she ran right up to expectations there. She was uh, good uh, winning in black type here at Wanganui through the first part of this season on heavy track conditions. So she is a quality mare, expecting her to go really well. But Farrelly only's back from black type last time, probably got lost that way of going, back uh, this way of going on Saturday. Expecting a run from that horse as well. She's got a fair bit of ability. And, look, I've always had a bit of time for one further down the field. Zoe Stanton, she's fresh-up. She's at home for Raymond Connors, expecting a run from uh, her as well. But, yeah, Rocket Baby, she is very, very talented and expecting a run from her. Race number three uh, is a good little sprint, this. Uh, Tavi's Court's always competitive. Old Town Road was good last time. Bellardo Boy uh, hit the line well. Kelly Coe's been racing well. Gee, I didn't quite know which way to go here. What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I'm with you. This is a real toss-up between uh, some quality horses, which you'll see through the winter. I thought Tevi Court returned well. Uh, Old Town Road was uh, very, very good with the cut out of the track second up. And Bellato Boy, probably sectionally the best horse uh, in the meeting at his uh, pressure run of this preparation behind Old Town Road. And you throw in Kelly Coe, who had a head on a chest at a recent troll, looking as though she is coming up very, very well. Uh, look, I think Pilato Boy might be the one I'll go for. Butch, I thought his uh, fresh-up run was uh, very, very good. They tell me that track at Wanganui is going to be very, very heavy. There's a bit of more rain expected to, today. He's the real top in that deep, deep track condition. So I'll be going uh, with him with the 57.5 down to 5.5 with talented Lily Sutherland aboard. Race four, one of the features, the John Turkington Forestry Castletown Stakes. And as you say, Carbonados on the plane to Australia for his future career. But uh, look, there's a winner uh, in the race, uh, a couple of three winners there with Bella Regatza, Platinum, uh, uh, sorry, Discovery Bay and Shanti Lace. And that's the one the money's come for since the scratching of Carbonados. Yeah, well, she's fit, but I think this might be an afterthought for Chrissy. I thought she was turning this horse out of its, uh, after its last uh, start. So the internet. Look, I thought the bookmakers gave you a chance on Bella Regaza. Now, this horse went on a heavy eight. Now, it's not going to be a heavy eight Saturday, but it was still a heavy trick when it won at Oteki, and it beat home a horse called Dapper, who's got a lot of ability, and then Pignon. Well, we know what that horse has done through its two-year-old season. It's trained uh, by Andrew Forsman. Everyone will be uh, familiar with his training feet, Kate Hercock in the saddle. Second up this preparation, I thought the run fresh-up was good enough, and I think they've given you an opportunity uh, in the castle town with Bella Gaza, and of course, if you are on early, then you're going to keep that big price. It would have been 53 percent deductions in this market uh, if we still had those applying here in NZ. Uh, race five, the Dave Hoskins Carriers three-year-old, tidy little three-year-old race. I thought Willa Kings was good here. He's got the action of a wet tracker, and uh, he'll certainly uh, appreciate the deep conditions. Nice race, though. Yeah, nice race, Butch, uh, and I agree. Uh, Hell of Kings, I couldn't uh, disagree with you about that. It seems to be going well. Trailed by a time test, and they're starting to make an impression as well. Two quality horses at the top. You would have known he's gone back-to-back for exciting young trainer and Debbie Harris. Uh, expecting that horse to again go, uh, well, there's no reason why not. And accidental tourist looks like a top in wet track conditions. Uh, if he got away with them, then he might be winning by a margin, but he does have a tendency to be slow away. There are three talented types here. They look the trifecta in race now. Race six, the uh, feature, the ag training stakes. This at Wait for Age, you alluded to it earlier. This is uh, looks like a match race, just ask me. And time's ticking, both uh, really good gallopers and uh, suited to the Wait for Age scale. And they've both carried big weights to win in recent times. Time's ticking over the 2,000 metres that is the most recent start at Rickon. And just ask me, just blew them off the racetrack at Awapuni carrying the top weight. In my mind, the best deep tracker in this race is Just Ask Me. He gets weight for age. Uh, his price is short enough against time sticking, who I think will shorten. He's got to. He's closer to Just Ask Me than that. Uh, I've got Just Ask Me on top, but there's not a lot in it, Butcher, and I think there's an upsetter here as well in Secret of More, who I thought was really good returning, is a very proficient horse on a wet track condition and will love to step up to the mile. But... Look, he's in for a great season, this season, the seven-year-old by no excuse needed. He's flying just after me, and I'll stick with the favourite in the second of the features. Yeah, the money's calm, right? The uh, second-last leg of the quad is a pretty tough ask for the punters' <laughs> uh, favourite uh, lost cause at $6. Gee whiz, I couldn't really work this one out, would you think? 
Oh, I couldn't really give you a, a strong steer here. Lost Calls have been good enough in its last two, but they've both been midweek. This is Saturday grade. Uh, I suppose Parksy going aboard for Jamie Lupton is uh, some sort of positive from a good gate. So I can understand a little bit of money there. Look, I've always had a lot of time for a horse called Way Above uh, for Kevin Myers, and Lily Sutherland is aboard again. So claiming it's drawn out by this stage of the day, you'd think that would be an assist. So in a middle, mark play, middle market play, it's quite good money in I'm not going to count out Splodge. He's had a couple of runs in the two duck eggs, but I think he's a sort of horse that's probably hitting a mark where he can be pretty competitive at 1,600 metres on Saturday. He'll be at a big price, and he's the blowout on the programme for mine. OK, Splodge at a price, race seven. Gee, it's at, uh, what are we getting at the moment? 14s and $4.20. That'll uh, certainly go into the quaddy. And the last, uh, a nice little way to uh, round out. Lurid got there in the finish just at Awapuni the other day, but uh, the win prior was very good. And Carp DM's an absolute toff in conditions like it got last Saturday at Trentham, and the claim uh, might help there. I, I thought those two definites for the quaddy, which way do you see it? Oh, well, I think Lurid, uh, well, he got the job done last at a very short price, but that was uh, one of the toughest tracks you'll ever, ever see. I think they ran over two minutes for the 1,600 metres there at Trentham or at Awapuni. So, um, look, he's a horse uh, who was clearly going well. He was dominant the prior performance where he won by seven or eight. Uh, he just got there the other day against, uh, to be fair, a couple of jumpers, but one of them is West Coast, and he came out and blew them off the racetrack went a first time jumping. So, Quality there. You've just got to get the right day for Carpe Diem, don't you? The right track conditions are uh, really heavy going, and he can roll along. He's backing up quickly. So, yes, I do agree with you. He's right in the mix here as well. Look, I'm not going to give away Lord Spencer yet. I think this horse has got a bit more ability than uh, possibly it has shown uh, throughout its career. It was good two starts ago. A little disappointing to my eye last time, but he'd been included in the quaddy. But, look, when horses are flying, I think you've just got to go with them, and Lurid is doing exactly that, Butch. Righto, so way above is the best each way on the day for you at a great price. What do you think was the best of the day, Bevan? Uh, I was actually with Accidental Tourist uh, Butcher. I think this horse uh, has really good ability. I think he's a tough in the wet track conditions. I think, he, look, Wanganui can be a little bit leader bias, but they'll be sweeping to the outside fence, uh, I'd imagine, at pretty quick sort of time on the meeting on Saturday, and he's a horse that gets back. He'll be sweeping to that outside fence under a jockey who knows the place pretty well in Jonathan Parks, and I thought he was the play of the day. Isn't it great to have Parksy back and doing what he does so well? Uh, made a toff of the program a couple of weeks ago. Got that special thousandth win, and just uh, mm. great to see him back doing it and doing it so well. Yeah, probably come back better than ever, Butcher. To be fair, you know, at the end of uh, the time when he sat himself down, he was probably over the wasting and you know the the grind that is mm. uh, for a jockey of his sort of size. But he's back at hungry, uh, and when you're hungry, you generally get on with the job. And he's he's going really nicely at the moment. Let's and really look. Yeah, good on you. Thanks for your time. Well done with uh, Parksy, and uh, good luck on the punt tomorrow. There you go, Butch and Sweens. Bevan Sweeney does fantastic work for Trackside, and that was a wonderful edition of Breakfast with the Kiwis. Uh, Butch Castles each and every week. It's winter racing. It'll be tough going. It'll be hard going. You want fit horses that have been there and can get through the mud, the slop, the wet before. There's plenty of them in New Zealand. It's what we do best. And if you're going to have a punt, Make sure you do it best as well. Breakfast with the Kiwis, done and dusted. Enjoy your day.